friends. Welcome to the Intuitive Mother Podcast, the podcast created to help you awaken, heal, and connect to your truth and your desires as you journey home to you in the midst of motherhood. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teen daughters, intuitive life coach, and Reiki healer, creator of The Awoken Woman, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as if we are on my sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth on all things motherhood and womanhood to guide your journey home with a friendly and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother Podcast. I am so grateful that you are here with me this week for this conversation. It has been something that has been going through my mind for the last couple of weeks. And today, as I sat down to record, I thought that is going to be the topic of the conversation this week on the podcast. So let me share with you what that topic is. I have this phrase that has run through my mind for all of my years of motherhood, and likely since I was a little girl. It is, be the mother of your dreams. This, for some reason, has just been a foundational piece of how I have guided myself through motherhood, but more importantly, through the last few years where motherhood felt a little more um, difficult for me to navigate on my own. The last couple of years were filled with not being only a mom, but being a mom who was going through some healing journey of her own, a spiritual awakening, a time of coming home to myself. And so as I navigated this healing within, I also was showing up as the mom of the home and for my daughters. But because the two were colliding and I had to navigate them together. There were often moments that I found myself not being the mother of my dreams. And it has still been a phrase that has carried through from time to time. It is something that I believe deeply roots into even my childhood, knowing that my greatest desire in life was to be the mother of my dreams. And this wasn't because I didn't have an amazing mother or I didn't have mothers in my life that set great examples. It was more so an inner knowing that I would embark on this journey of motherhood with a wish and a dream to be the mother of my dreams, to show up for my daughters in that way. And it is hard 
much harder than I ever suspected when I was younger to always show up as the mother of my dreams. And so this phrase would come along for the ride with me as I would go through some roller coaster bumps of motherhood and really navigate, you know, coming into my own self as a woman and still navigating and embodying the mother that I wanted to be, the mother of my dreams for my daughters. And I will say this, it it was extremely bumpy because every time something happened that made me feel like I was off course of being the mother of my dreams, there was a lot of guilt and shame that I would carry with me from moment to moment where this was showing up. Or even years later or six months later, it would resurface. And I would think, oh my gosh, like I am not showing up as the mother of my dreams. I am not embodying her. What am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to be? How do I be a quote unquote better mom for my daughters. And I share this with you because I feel like all too often we don't have truth tellers who are willing to say, I was not the mother I thought I would be. I tripped up in this situation. I didn't know what to say when my daughter came to me and shared this. I didn't know what to do when I opened the door and saw my daughter was cutting. We're in a society where we tried so hard for so long to just hide all of what we thought would carry shame and guilt. And we embodied that shame and guilt and felt so much just anger, whether at ourself or at our child and, you know, that we were in this position and we were not the mother of our dreams. We were not showing up in that way. We were showing up exhausted and scared and split between two, you know, healing journeys that needed attention at the same time in some cases. You know, our daughters, our children take a lot of truly being able to show up. And we were taught that we had to be showing up 100% to be the mother of our dreams. That was the vision that I had in my mind 30 years ago, 40, not 40 years ago, but 30 years ago when I was a little girl and I'm 42. So I'm thinking like 30, 35 years ago, I have this vision of being the mom of my dreams and that mom doesn't fuck up. And we carry that with us. I carried it with me. And time and time again, when I did misstep, when I did allow my overwhelm to result in a reaction that was not pretty and 
truthfully, completely scary to my daughters. I would just throw myself down for not being the mother of my dreams because my premise was that the mother of my dreams never had a moment where she messed up. I just wholeheartedly, I believe, had this vision of like a Donna Reed mom who cooked dinners and you know, made sure the house was clean. And it was sort of like that stereotypical 1950s TV sitcom mom that was perfect. And it was really just focused on motherhood versus, you know, um, stay at home mom or work from home mom and like keeping like the house, you know, the woman of the house, keeping the house in order. But every time something would come up, that I felt I fell short, I would guilt myself with so much shame for not being the mother of my dreams, for not being the woman that could have all the laundry done, the dinner on the table at the right time, never be irritated or short-tempered with my children, and, you know, always have enough time for my husband, for my family, for my friends and on and on and on and on. And this continued until I was a couple years out of caregiving for my grandparents. My daughters were teenagers. And I suddenly was hit with this like, who the heck am I as I'm navigating motherhood? And I know who I am and who I like, I know who I want to be. I know who I've been pushing and pressuring myself to be the mother of my dreams. But authentically, who I am is not that woman that I had visualized for all those years. Who I am is actually a woman who shows up authentically, even with her daughters, shares heartbreak shares the highs and the lows. And of course, if you're listening, I am not talking about sharing every little detail of your life with your teenage daughter. But I was recognizing that who I was was actually quite vulnerable and authentic. But then there were moments where because I was teeter-tottering back between this pressure to be that mother of my dreams that I visualized that was just pure perfection. And the mother that I was in this moment, in this time, having a bad day, having a few bad years, not sure how I was going to walk through this and showing up anyway as loving and present as I could and falling short on that at times, because like I said, there were moments that I was scary in my reaction to things that happened. And they were oftentimes not things that you would think would set anyone off to that ledge of the moment that mom starts screaming and gets real scary. These were simple moments that I just couldn't wrap my head around and navigate because I was also processing my own healing journey, my own truth of who I wanted to be. And I was clashing because who I was, was a mother at my core. But I 
also had never embodied the fact that I was enough just as I was showing up every day, every moment, that I did not have to be perfect and that it would have truly benefited myself, my husband, my daughters, if I had showed up imperfect and messy and owned it authentically instead of continuing to strive for this perfection. And it wore me thin to the point where even in the last year, even as I have have shown up here on the podcast and shared with all of you the highs and lows of motherhood, I was still navigating in my mind the guilt and the shame of not being the mother of my dreams. But let me tell you a little secret. This mother of your dreams is truly within you. It is a moment of recognition of who is in you, what you stand for, who you are just authentically owning your story. What is your story from your past? What is it that's going on in your life right now in the present? How are you showing up? What are the areas that are difficult for you? And in doing all of this, I actually was in the moment where I was owning being the mother of my dreams because I was authentically showing up and sharing with my daughters where I had been, why things were upsetting to me, you know, noticing when I was doing things that actually really lit me up and made me happy, noticing when I was more present with my daughters. And slowly, the relationship I had with them that was, you know, a little touch and go for a couple of months because of how I would just quickly turn in from a response to a reaction and scare them. Um, how I went from that to truly navigating into a present, loving mother of my dreams. It is within us. It is not out there with what your neighbor's doing for her children. It is not what your mother did. It is not what your sister's doing, what your friends are doing. It's only ever what's right for us. None of us have lived the exact same life. So none of us can be the exact same mother that we are being raised in society that we need to be in order to be quote unquote perfect. We can never be the mother that's portrayed on a freaking TV show because it's not even real. We are real. And to take the time and truly look at who are you? Where have you come from? Who were the influences into who you are as a mom? What do you carry with you? What no longer feels good carrying it with you? What did your mom do that you loved? And what did your mom do that drove you crazy? What patterns do you see in your family of your maternal the women in your family passed down from generation to generation to generation 
that you haven't put your foot down to yet and said, hold on, that does not work. That is, it's either not working because it's not something I want for my family, or it's not working because you do not feel necessary to uphold yourself to this level of perfection. It is a bullshit level of perfection. There is no perfection in motherhood. Perfection is in the moments that we screw up and we turn to our daughters, our sons as well. You know, we turn to our children. We even turn to our spouse and we say, I'm sorry. This is what's coming up for me. Perfection is in the vulnerability. It's not in the shame of who we thought we could be or thought we should be. Let go of the shoulds and just be in this moment as you're as the mom that you need to be. You have inklings of ideas of this because it is the mom that you needed in certain times. And all of this is in respect to the thought that you can have an amazing mother for your upbringing or you could have a shitty mother and you still know that there were areas of your mother-daughter relationship where you needed your mom to be someone else for you. So now you have the opportunity to show up and integrate that into being the mother of your dreams, not theirs, not who your grandmother told you to be by the example she set, not the mother that your mother was by the way she mothered. Show up today and see who did you want to be as a mother, not based on perfection, not based on comparison. Who are you deep down? How do you want to show up for your daughters? What do you need? What did you need? What do they need? Have you ever asked them that? How do they need you to show up differently? And in those answers are opportunities to not look at it with shame and guilt, but to look at it from a fresh perspective That like, oh, I never even thought that how I said that could, you know, whatever it is, could come across in a way that you thought I was disappointed in you. Our family has gone through this with our youngest daughter has had um, disordered eating, body image issues, and it has been eye-opening, as I shared in a previous episode um, with Chandra Lamont on the wounds and how they like funnel into, you know, my life on like my body image wounds and then into my daughter and so on and so forth. But even like how we're showing up, things we're saying about our own body and how that triggers in her. But this was something that was sort of new to me because I did not until that conversation, until the conversations with my daughter about her body, even recognize that I had my own thoughts and ideas of my own body that were negative. I thought I had a perfect relationship with my body. 
So we are often led in these conversations with our daughters to light bulb moments of, ah, okay, so that's something that I'm saying that's upsetting you. And this is as simple, like, I'm just going to use the example of the body image issue, but it's as simple as saying, oh, I shouldn't have the French fries because I had fries at lunch or something of that sort. Or, oh, well, I can have that piece of cake because I didn't have cake for, you know, I didn't have dessert yesterday. So in these moments where we open ourselves up without guilt and shame, we are given opportunities with our daughters, our children to hear from them. What do they need from us? What are they wishing we would say? And those are the opportunities that actually lead you home to being the mother of your dreams. The mother of your dreams is not in a pedestal version of what you thought you would be like because you really had no freaking clue what life was even going to be like. You didn't even have a clue what your wounds would be at this point in your life from your childhood, so on and so forth. You just didn't know when you were 10 and 15 and 20 and you set these high bar for motherhood or your grandmother did, or your great-grandmother, or your mother, and it's all been passed down. Or let's even talk about the pedestal that your mother-in-law sits on. And attempting to be the perfection that she is often seen as. And I say this half-joking and half-not, because I would be the first one to acknowledge that there were times in my own motherhood journey where I struggled with who I was as a mom because I felt like I was comparing myself to my mother-in-law. Did I serve meals like she did? Did I clean the house as much as she did? Was I the mom that she would have wanted me to be or that my husband thought I would be? And this is your invitation in this conversation to drop the bullshit about being the mother of your dreams that you envisioned. And let's get real right now and think about the mother of your dreams that you want to be in this moment. How do you want to show up for your kids? What conversations do you want to have? What conversations do you need to have with yourself and your husband or your partner? What healing do you need to do to help you actually navigate the mothering that maybe you needed a little differently when you were younger? Sitting here in motherhood, Whether you have a 2-year-old, a 10-year-old, or a 17-year-old, or a 25-year-old, you are given the opportunity to be the mother of your dreams. And being the mother of your dreams has nothing to do with doing, as all of them and all of society tells you to do as a mom. It's about being what's right for you, what you know your kids need, and being authentic and taking that responsibility of taking care of yourself so that you can best show up authentically for your children and your family.
there are tips dropped within this conversation. Tips and tricks that I have done over the years. And as I end the conversation, what I want to say the most is to offer yourself grace. Because we are going to fall short at times when we wish we didn't. You know, just six months ago, I had to walk into a therapist's office that my daughter was seeing for a one-on-one conversation with the therapist because, quote-unquote, from my daughter, I was the problem, not both of her parents, me. Uh, it, It was a hard pill to swallow. But when I took time to be still and really think about that and think how I showed up and the pressures that I felt or the wounds that have been following me or generationally, I was able to show up in that appointment with the therapist and learn so much about myself, so much about my daughter, so much about our relationship, and so much about being the mother of my dreams. Because the mother of my dreams is now present, loving, authentic, always truth-telling, and always willing to listen and sit and walk through what is sometimes hard. This is the example that we get to set so that our daughters and future generations know that they no longer have to be the bullshit version of the mother of their dreams. You deserve that. They deserve you to step in, break this chain of the bullshit mother that we're supposed to be, and be the mother of your dreams that's true and authentic to you. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what is the bullshit version that you're going to let go of and what is step one for you? What do you think that you can do to step into being the authentic mother that you are and show up scars and good days and bad days and show up in love? What is that step for you? Please reach out and tell me. You can catch me at Angie at AngieSchaefer.com. It will be in the show notes. You can catch me on Instagram at Angie Lynn Schaefer. That's also in the show notes. There is just so much that I want to help you navigate in motherhood, but it all comes back to releasing these virgins that we were told or we were shown, or we were handed down unknowingly often that we had to be, and instead break the cycle and step into being the mother of our dreams. I want to hear from you. Please send me a message. Please know that I am going to be releasing some new exciting thoughts around this idea and just stay tuned 
because there's more coming and I don't want to spill the secrets before I get closer to our hundredth episode that is coming at the end of the month. So leave me an email and I ask you from the bottom of my heart, if you listen and this moves you or it's something that really makes you think about your own motherhood journey, drop me a review. Send this podcast episode to your best friend who needs to hear it. My podcast does not move into the space of everybody knowing about it and all the mamas that need to hear it hearing it without your help. So I ask you for your help and I thank you from the bottom of my heart because if there has been one thing that I have truly loved in my navigating where my business is going to go, how I want to show up, what I want to do in this world, it is that I know I am here to help other mothers come home to their authentic selves and be the mother of their dreams. I will see you next week right here. And I can't wait. Bye-bye.